Well, thank you for joining us today for the, we're talking about the spirituality of autumn. I think that every season has its own lesson to teach us. And so we're looking at fall this month. So yesterday, about three in the morning, the sun came over the equator and marked the time of year when the day and night are equal, are perfectly balanced. I might need your help after that. Thank you. So the equinox, equal day and night, this has been a really pivotal time in um, human history. Ancient civilizations have had whole cultures around the idea of the equinox. Um, so cultures around the world have built monuments that on the equinox, and there's two, there's a spring and autumn, on the equinox, the sun enters the space when the day and night are equal. And there's another one. So this one's in Central America. There are dozens. Central America and South America and, and Peru, um, even in Ireland, um, all over the world, it has profound significance for humans. So maybe the idea of balance between day and night and the transition into fall can still have some profound meaning for us. You remember the scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark where he puts the pole in the ground and the light enters, and that's the equinox. So cultures actually did that um, for really important cultural reasons. And if you walk down this hallway, you'll see a giant golden box that looks like an ark, and it's really strange. <laughs> that's not ours, so other people are using this space, but that was super random. Um, to mention Indiana Jones, and then to walk by the restroom and see a golden ark. That was super weird. Anyway, um, do you all know the song? was. Um, I think Pete Seeger wrote it. The birds covered it. Turn, 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 there is a season. Um, yeah, that was based on an ancient writing found in Ecclesiastes. The writer of Ecclesiastes, we don't know who he was exactly, but we know he was a very, very deep thinker. He was a very serious doubter, a spiritual doubter, and he noticed the realities, both good and bad, of human life, and he asked some deep philosophical questions. Why are we here? Why does what we do matter at all? Um, and Pete Seeger turned that into a song. And Ecclesiastes 3, there's a season for everything, a time for every matter under the heavens, a time for giving birth and a time for dying, a time for planting a time for uprooting what was planted. This time period of equinox means for humans throughout history that it is the time to dig up everything that we've planted through the spring and summer. It's the harvest season. The harvest festivals are huge, going back thousands and thousands of years. There's a time for killing and a time for healing, a time for tearing down and a time for building up. A time for crying and a time for laughing, a time for mourning and a time for dancing, a time for throwing stones, a time for gathering stones, a time for embracing and avoiding embraces, a time for searching and a time for losing, for keeping and a time for throwing away, a time for tearing and a time for repairing, a time for keeping silent, a time for speaking, a time for loving and a time for hating, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from all their hard work, the writer asks. I know that there's nothing better for them but to enjoy themselves and do what's good while they live. Moreover, this is the gift of God that all people should eat, drink, and enjoy the results of their hard work. So fall, autumn, has been a time for human history to enjoy the results of our hard work. 
all of our work that we've spent planting and growing, it's time to rest. So as we transition into fall, remember that fall is historically a season of rest. Literally for the bears, it's a season of hibernation into the winter. Um, So today we're talking about the idea of balance. And what the writer of Ecclesiastes meant was not that a justification for bad things, for killing, for hate. It was a recognition that this is part of our reality. There is a weird mixture of good and bad, and it seems to be just cyclical. Um, There seems to be a balance. Talking about balance, I can't believe I didn't have any Star Wars references for balance in the force. It's a total missed opportunity. Next time. (laughs) Dr. Anna Limke is a Stanford psychiatrist. She specializes in addiction um, and talks about this idea of balance. She's the author of a book called Dopamine Nation. It's a fascinating book that I would recommend if you need some uh, light nonfiction reading. Um, But Dr. Limke says that even our mind and body strive for balance, that it's not just um, something that we see in nature, something that we see in the universe, that there's something within us that strives for balance. And she uses the example of pleasure and pain in our bodies and minds to explain that balance. And she says that it's the, the doc- doctory word for that balance is homeostasis. Your body's always trying to stay level. And that pleasure and pain can knock that balance off. So she says, look at pleasure and pain like a seesaw on a child's playground. So when you do something pleasurable, it releases dopamine in your brain, whether it's eating a bag of potato chips, um, a glass of wine, sex, whatever provides pleasure, your pleasure side of the seesaw shoots up. And once that happens, your body knows that it's out of balance. So it's going to try to rebalance itself by the pain side coming up so that the pleasure goes down and it's balanced again. So when you have glasses of wine, the pleasure side goes up, but you have too much, the next day, (laughs) the hangover, that's your body trying to correct itself and come back to homeostasis, back to balance. And she says that this was part of our survival as a human species, that our our bodies um, did this as a way to keep going. A, a way to motivate us to find, um, you know, when if you look at human history, millions of years, humans were kind of in this world of scarcity, always seeking food, shelter, community. Um, and so if you're searching for food for days, and then you finally come across Andrea's raspberry plants, that's just, your brain just lights up with dopamine because that is necessary for your survival. So it's almost your body and brain's way of saying, keep looking for food. It's going to feel so good when you get it. But she says, living in this modern age is very challenging because we're now having to cope with, how do I live in a world in which everything is provided, at least for us in the Western world? And if I consume too much of it, which my reflexes compel me to do, I'm going to be even more unhappy. So to find balance, she says that it's essentially what Isaac Newton discovered. What goes up must come down. But the pleasure side in our culture and time is always up because when we have our phones. Every time we scroll through Instagram, through TikTok, 
We have newness. Something new is happening every time we scroll up, and our brains love it. It's just a dopamine release. We have so much dopamine available to us in our modern age, and our bodies and minds have to correct that somehow, the pain level to try to balance out and find balance again. So this whole book and concept that Dr. Lemke has found is that it's, we are as a people, as a society, out of balance. And so this time of transition into autumn, for me, is a reminder of what does balance look like for me in my life, for us as a people. So Dr. Lemke says that there's hope, that she says that if we can let go of whatever that drug is, whatever that behavior is. Maybe it is an actual drug. Um, or maybe it is a behavior or a habit. If we can let go of that for, she recommends at least 30 days, then your brain will do a reset. Yeah, I know, right, Tinsel? So if you drink alcohol, the more you drink, you develop tolerance. And so it takes more and more just to feel that good feeling. And that's true with any habit, any behavior, any drug that gives you that dopamine hit. And so what happens to all of us, because we are all addicted to something, what happens is no longer are we doing that thing to feel a high, to feel pleasure. We're doing it to feel normal it takes more and more and more to get that feeling, and we get more and more out of balance. So she recommends separate yourself from that thing for 30 days, and your brain will actually do a reset. And so once that reset happens, it takes something very small to feel pleasure. You no longer have to have three glasses of wine. It just takes a few sips, and you get that dopamine hit. So if you eat a bag of chips, potato chips, every single day for a year, you're probably going to get used to it. You're going to maybe even get tired of it. But if you go on a 30-day, no-carb diet, low-sodium, and then you open a bag of Lay's potato chips, and it's crunchy, and it's salty, and it's so good. All it takes is one chip to get that boost of dopamine and so the message that Dr. Lemke is giving us is, what in my life do I need to correct and find balance? What do I need to maybe step away from? Because um, I do get to a point personally where it really becomes difficult to just feel excitement and feel joy and feel happiness. And maybe it's because there's something in my life that's just not balanced anymore. Maybe there's, when I do something to try to get feelings of, of joy, uh, maybe I need to step back. And so what is that for us? Autumn equinox represents a time to ask ourselves, is there harmony in my life or am I out of whack? We, is there a balance between work and rest, between laughing and crying, between comfort and challenge, between pain and pleasure? Because we do need both. And there are some times in our life where it seems like it's just all out of balance, but it's out of our control. The pain, the discomfort, the challenge, it's always, always there. And sometimes we have no control over that. But maybe there's something we can do to find balance of, I'm going to change the routine a bit. 
I'm going to go out of my way and do something different and something new to get our brain out of that rut, to find balance. Last week, we mentioned how um, the leaves during the fall drop from the tree as an act of survival for the tree, of self-preservation, um, that if the leaves didn't drop during winter, it would get too cold, the leaves would freeze, it would damage the tree, the tree would no longer be able to provide food for itself, and it would die. This act of letting go um, and all of the nutrients in that tree get concentrated into the trunk and into the roots um, as a way to survive the winter. And that, that's such a great message for me of what do I need to let go of to step away from, not for the sake of having healthy lifestyle, um, but for the sake of your survival, your self-preservation, in order to have a meaningful life and you live a long time to keep going, what do I need to step away from and let go of? And so autumn is a time to remember and reflect on what that might be. And Jesus often became overwhelmed with his work. And I love that there's textual evidence of this happening for him. Um, in Mark 6, it says, The apostles gathered around Jesus, reported to him all that they had done and taught, all the work that they had done. And so many people were coming and going, they did not even have a chance to eat. So Jesus said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. When they were so overwhelmed, they had so much going on. Gosh, we, have we all done this. We have so much going on. I, don't, I forgot to eat today. <laughs> to stop and just think for a second, to breathe. What do I need right now? What do I need? I need to eat. I need to take a nap. Maybe I do need to Netflix and chill. Sometimes that can be a good balance. Um, I need to call someone. I need to talk to someone. I need to check in with someone. What are those things that you need? That maybe you've forgotten that you need because life just gets so chaotic. So in these next moments, I want to invite you all to just rest and think about that um, as we take communion. And Stetson's going to do a song called Hurricane while we take communion, and it's a song about how resilient we are as a species, that there will always be things that are so challenging in life, um, but if you think that all we have gone through as a species, we really are strong. We really have within us so much power and strength to go through some things that are really hard, um, and so when Jesus shared a meal with his followers, and he took the bread and wine. It was his moment to prepare his friends for when he's not going to be there anymore physically, um, to prepare for that loss. And so he gave them a symbol of the bread and wine. Um, so this is my body broken for you. Remember that when I'm not here, the way of, of giving ourselves to others is the universal way of being. Don't forget that that's the way to be. And when he poured out the drink, the wine, he said, this is my life, my blood poured out for you. Do this in remembrance of me. These everyday things, food and drink, is a constant reminder that that way of 
humility that way of Christ is within us. And so I invite you all to the table to eat and drink and to reflect on what we might need to let go of during this season of balance. Yeah, this song is called Hurricane. And uh, like you mentioned, it's about resiliency. And a big part of that, um, this particular song, titled Hurricane, it was uh, based around the time frame of Hurricane Katrina. And it was written afterwards. But uh, the story is uh, about the engineers going into to New Orleans and giving them all a heads up. Like, hey, look, there's a lot of water coming. And the not to overlook the fact that there was a ton of travesty that happened during Hurricane Katrina, but there were a ton of um, situations where people's stability and resiliency stood strong. And uh, the story tells a little story about people who were able to look at these engineers and say, look, I hear you, I know. There's a lot of water coming, but it takes a lot of water to wash away New Orleans. Off the Gulf Stream, I hear the south wind moan. Bridges are getting lower, shrimp boats coming home. The old man down in the quarter slowly turns his head, takes a drink from his whiskey bottle, and this is what he says I was born. Punch a train underneath the Louisiana moon. I don't mind the rain of a hurricane, they come around every June. High black water, devil's daughter, she's hard, she's cold, and she's mean. But nobody told her it takes a lot of water to wash away New Orleans. from Chicago, he's gonna set that levy right, he said, needs to be at least three feet higher, it won't make it through the night, but the old man down in the quarter, he said, don't you listen to that boy, the water'll be down by the morning, and he'll be back to Illinois, oh, cause I was born in the rain on the Pontcha train underneath the Louisiana moon. I don't mind the rain of a hurricane. They come around every June. High black water, devil's daughter. She's hard, she's cold, and she's mean. But nobody taught her it takes a lot of water to wash away New Orleans. Oh, I was born in the rain on the Pontcha train. Underneath the Louisiana moon I don't mind the strain of a hurricane They come around every June High black water, devil's daughter She's hard, she's cold, and she's mean But 
nobody taught her It takes a lot of water to wash away New Orleans Thank you all Would you pray with me? God, may this message of that song be true It takes a lot to keep us down, to remind us that we have strength within us, that we have hope within us, and that the source of that is your love. In the name of Christ, we pray, amen. And as our fall benediction goes, may you go in peace and pumpkin spice. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>